0: Will come and hit you with Villotti. <laughs> and if you've ever been hit with Billotti, you'll know, yeah. Stop laughing at the back there! I'm sorry, I'll, I'll read that again. <clears throat> Stop laughing at the back there! <laughs> The Angus Prune Tune, which brings to your ears this week's cut-price bargains. Tim Brooke Taylor, John Keys, David Hatch, Joe Kendall, and Melody, and here is the voice of the nation's heartthrob, the most handsome brute on radio, Slim Oyster Hiatus. Oh no, it's I'm sorry. I'll read that again, again. I... <laughs> I am proud to present the incredible 200 guards. Hey, thank you. John, darling, it's three o'clock in the morning. I have here a perfectly ordinary matchbox. John, I'm trying to sleep. Please come to bed, darling. It's late. See, presto. And from this matchbox, I produce one incredible budgerigar, two incredible budgerigars, three incredible budgerigars, four incredible budgerigars. Shut hey, up! Look, John, it's three o'clock and I'm very tired. So please be quiet and let me sleep. Five incredible <laughs> six, six, incredible puzzles. Stop incredible it! I don't think I can stand it any I don't know why Auntie Hilda ever gave you that junior magician set. Not junior. I've had no sleep for the last three months, John, and it's beginning to get me down. I can't go on like this much longer, you know. Please, John, put away your tricks and let me sleep. Please, John. <laughs> card. Oh, Oh, any card at all? Oh, very well. It's the ace of spades. No, it's the ten of diamonds. Yes, I know. I was just testing you. (laughs) I'm going to sleep. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful disappearing potato. Oh, no, John, not the disappearing potato. It doesn't fool me, you know. I shall now make this perfectly ordinary potato disappear. John, I'm your wife. I know where you put it. the miraculous herd of elephants. All right, but you'll have to do the clearing up yourself this time. ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I blow up this perfectly ordinary brown paper bag. Now, watch carefully. I weave the magic wand and he bristow. Oh. Well, there we have the miraculous herd of brown paper bags. I think that's enough for tonight, darling. You've done very well, so why don't you just hop into bed and go to sleep? Can't I just do the unbelievable chocolate cathedral illusion? No, darling. How about the baffling Chinese mice trick? Darling, the dining room's full of Chinese mice as it is. Well, can't I go down and baffle them? No, dear. <laughs> not even a little bit? No, not even a little bit. Well, can I go down and surprise them? No. Well, what's this one, then. Ladies and gentlemen, I roll up my left trouser leg, so... Now, I cover my left leg with this large piece of black cloth. I read the wand and heap is John, your left leg's disappeared. Precisely, madam. And if you will now be so good as to look behind your right ear... What do you find? It's your right leg. You mean my left leg? No, it's your right leg. Well, look behind your left here. Is there anything there? Yes. And what is it? 200 buttery guards. Where's my leg then? I don't know, darling. I didn't disappear it. I want my leg. <laughs> Where's it got to? Please, come to bed, darling. We can look for it in the morning. No, I want it now. <laughs> How do you expect me to do the incredible pair of electric gumboots illusion without it? Look, oh look, here it is, in the bed. No, darling, that's my leg. Well, what's this then? That's my other leg. And uh, what's this? <laughs> that's my leg. <laughs> Mary, what is a strange man doing sleeping in my bed? I'm not a man. I'm Dermot Stavaker, the singing baboon. Dermot Stavaker, the singing baboon? Dermot Stavaker, the singing baboon? Darling, it's Dermot Stavaker at the scene in the Yes, I know. But he's back. I mean, I vanished him on Tuesday, and he's back. You didn't vanish him, John. He went to stay with his mother. He didn't. I vanished him. Oh, John, you couldn't vanish anybody. I couldn't. I can, I can, I will. I'll vanish both of you. Uh, well, hurry up, then. All right. One, two, ferret ink bottle, puma, chapman, must practice, finish. John? <laughs> John? John! Ladies and gentlemen, you may remember that from time to time we have featured the conversation of three four-month-old babies outside the supermarket. Believe it or not, they're still there, so why not let's go and visit them? One, one one morning sir one, morning Hugh. one what's wrong with one one what are you doing rupert one, i'm counting up to 50. <laughs> well you're not doing it right it goes one two three four five six well i can't do that so i count one 50 times and then add them all together <laughs> <laughs> funny way of doing it do you know the alphabet hugh well of course i do my father taught me so i'd impress his friends go on then Swank pot all right alpha beta gamma delta epsilon. <laughs> that's not what i learned are you potty trained yet, Cyril? No worse luck. <laughs> I I just I just I just I just can't get the hang of it. Why are you? Well, sort of. Anybody, anybody learned anything new since yesterday? Yes, there are more than seven pints in a gallon. Oh, yes. Oh, that's interesting. How do you know? I heard the old woman screaming at my dad last night. Seven pints? Seven pints? That's nearly a gallon you've drunk at all. I didn't catch the rest. (laughs) You might have learned a few more words. Hey, watch it, watch it. Here comes your old bag, Hugh. Hello, Cyril. Hello, Rupert. (laughs) Just wait there, Hugh Didham's darling mum. He won't be long. She makes me puke. Don't. Oh bother, that's the fifth time this morning. Yes, does get boring. Hey Rupert, I'm on drugs. You're not. Yes, the old lady takes me to a special clinic once a week for a shot. I'm on diphtheria at the moment. Very psychedelic. I dreamt Mummy bought me a fairy squirrel. Fairy squirrel, oh mucky bibs. (laughs) (laughs) Build up, you two. I like squirrels. Oh nuts. (laughs) Oh, shut up, or I'll hit you with my rabbit. You can't eat solids, you can't eat solids. Oh, shut up, William. Oh, there. I said, what did you do? Gave him a rabbit punch. He's out cold. What do we do? I know. I'll count him out. One, 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 one. Are you six foot five, broad-shouldered, well-built, dark, handsome, well-educated, with a lively mind and a bright personality? Snap. (laughs) And now here is a song from W. E. Oddie. We Oddy, to those who know him. Not away, I softly start to cry As the waiter passes by And in his ear, as I pull him near to me You'll hear me sadly sigh the Dark Ages. Oh, I can't see. <laughs> when nights were bold and days went off bad. Ladies and gentlemen, we present the magnificent Six and a Half, starring three fellows, a girl and John Cleese, in The Knights of the Round Table, or Ponywinkle the Lamb and the Vampires of Tooting Beck, or not. In Camelotters, like as not, our story doth begin. Of castle walls and marbled halls, and the king that dwelt therein. His height was high unto the sky, as far as one could tell. He was tall and strong, he could do no wrong, and his name was Eskimo. <laughs> come on, come on, who's been in my script? Come on. <laughs> It is the Great Hall of Camelot on the eve of the Feast of St. Patrick. Above the table are the arms of King Arthur, and under it, his legs. On the wall, overlooking the assembly, is the Great Seal of England. The Herald speaks. The king rises. A thousand knights spring to their feet. Oh, Guinevere, gaze upon my armies. All these men are yours. Oh, can I have them now? Or shall I save some of them for later? <laughs> I have some new recruits. I'll introduce you. Sirs, this is Queen Guinevere. I don't think you've had the pleasure. I have. He has, he has. Who's he? I am Sir Loane of Worcester. Oh, oh, what a knight. Yes, honey. I thought you might. (laughs) That's another your sauce, Worcester. (laughs) Take Sir Loin to the steak. Well done. Well done. On second thoughts, make him under that. As the knights strength, the royal party set about scrutinizing the scene. Who is yonder knight? That shire is Sir realist. He who runs the psychedelic discotheque where many of your men are members. The nightclub. Just so. It is called. Wait for it, pretty. It is called the Gauntlet, and he's the proprietor. You mean? Yes, he's running the Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, this show, I That is the venerable bean. Not the venerable bean. You know, no, that was one of his forefathers. Or one of his three mothers, I assume. <laughs> he comes from a long string of beans. <laughs> <laughs> and so they passed the evening with merry jests. Merry jests. Until very soon it was time for the food to be brought up. <laughs> Thirty servants bore in a table groaning with victuals. Oh, I've got the victuals! <laughs> the king blessed the feast. Bless you, feast! <laughs> and with a cry he fell upon the food. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the banquet raged well into the night until at last the king called for some entertainment. Jester! I'll be with you in just a minute. <laughs> ah! Enraged. <In> <laughs> the legend of St. Patton's Eve. Ah, ah. No, no, they do say one year comes sometime at the feast of St. Patton, precisely as it were thereabouts almost this time perhaps, ah. legend hath it that a strange knight, handsome and tall, who shall presently do great deeds, shall enter as it were through all but that very door. As the old man spoke, a handsome knight rode in before their eyes and a thousand voices all at once rang out. Surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> I am surprised a lot. May I give you the... No, no wait, no. Uh, may I give you the compliments of the season? Certainly. You're, you're a wonderful human being. Thank you. But who are you, if I may make so bold? I am the good, strong, masculine, virile King Arthur. Well, nobody's perfect. And this is my daughter by a previous marriage, the lovely, unmarried, single, available Lady Fiona. Ah, what a beautiful rose! I want her, I need her, she must be my own! Hmm, that surprised you, didn't it? Yes, well, I may appear with my flowing robes and my gracious mien as a bit of a Nancy, but believe me, believe me, please believe me. Underneath, underneath this, there's a man trying to get out. Keep still, you fool. No, 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 but I would, I would fain, I would fain wed your daughter, I would fain. That's fain by me. I thought it might be. May, huh? You cannot marry with royalty until you have proved your valour by defeating a giant. Witch, dragon, saber tooth, tiger, ogre, vampire, or bush baby, or any combinations thereof, all over before the tenth minute, starting from now. Uh, it's a pretty silly rule. We have to stick to it, otherwise, there'd be no story. But there's no danger here. Oh, yes, there is! <laughs> the black. Knight. I am the wicked, evil knight. Ha, 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 ha. I'll never have guessed. <laughs> anyway, where is your daughter by a previous marriage? I have come to claim her as my own. So, you're her real mother. Out of my way, maiden. Oh, maiden, thank you. <laughs> and with that, he leapt forward to Lady Fiona. Brushing aside the king, he swept her off. In a, f- In a flash, she was gone. Though someone hurled a goblet at him, it only smashed a mirror on the wall. Another challenge through the looking glass. Oh. Oh. He's taken my daughter. Where? How? There's only one thing for it. We must ask the advice of my faithful advisor, Merlin, my wizard, the best wizard in the land. Ah, good evening, Arthur. Good evening. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. ha Good evening, Arthur. Good evening, you. Ah, Merlin, my daughter. Forget you? about it. Forget about it. A oh, lovely chip for you, Arthur. Marvelous trick. You're going to love this one. Marvelous. Yeah. Uh, yes, but my Don't daughter. Worry that. Has... Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, do daughter. Take a card. Take a card. card. Any card you like. Got a card. Put it back in the pack. Okay, back in the pack. Put the card back in the pack. Say the magic word. Whoa, hi And the card disappeared. Make the card disappear. And the ca- and the magic word. Oh, wow, Oh, hi. Ah, make the card disappear. And the card. No, it doesn't. <laughs> 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 what was that about your daughter? My daughter has been kidnapped what? by the Black Knight, and I want your advice, Merlin. You must tell me. What about? What about? What about? What's the answer? The answer is private club, right? <laughs> the weeks, the months, trod slowly on, till all things were forgot, and the courtiers of King Arthur's entourage passed their time in harmless medieval pastimes. But all the while, <laughs> the grief-stricken Sir Prancelot was pining in his room. Pine, pine, <laughs> pine! Oh, the excruciating pine! I love it. <laughs> But one morn, as he was gazing in the mirror, he began to reflect, (laughs) and he realised how much in love he still was. Gosh, I'm beautiful. (laughs) And so Prancelot donned his armour and hurtled downstairs. The other knights heard of his decision to face the black knight alone they rushed to support him don't need us don't need us but good king Arthur wouldn't hear of it he was upstairs at the time but he soon descended from the throne and addressed his <laughs> and addressed his knights now the black knight awaits you so you must all be off yes I must ride forth so you three had better get up in front all right off, off we go Right the the, key the, the, the Now he tells me, now he tells me. <laughs> Through mead and mire and, and forest dire, Sir Prancelot did roam. Till early morn a sun arose. He spied the black knights. Castle? Look. On the casement yes and there's a light in that window it's a candle burning <laughs> it's lady fiona no it's a candle uh, i'll climb and climb up the drain pipe right. uh, it, no it's no good i'm too fat <coughs> oh, that's better <laughs> yeah. sire if tis indeed she she'll me voice i'll sing to her yes play her a lute song right Four and twenty virgins went down to wind... Silence, silence, silence. Not that loot. (laughs) But soft, the window's opening. And hark, she calls. Shut up, ruddy Raoul, or I'll set the dragon on you. Is that you, Fiona? It is me, Prancelot. It is I. Sorry, it is I, Prancelot. (laughs) Tie your sheets together and throw them down to us. Right. You're supposed to tie up your head you? Three spoons of bicarbonate before meals and no fatty foods. Then you're well. It keeps me going. Well, I spend it does. <laughs> Quickly, Shire, we must make our getaway after that one. Yes, it should be easy. No, wait. There's one thing I've forgotten. What? My toothbrush. Hang on, I'll knit back. Oh. Too late, too late. Ha, ha, ha. The black knife. Yes, yes, yes. And now I shall set my dragon on you. Ow! Ha <laughs> ha! See how his eyes are shining bright and his nostrils flaring and his breathing is hot and fiery. I think he likes me. <laughs> Call him off! What now? Listen! I claim the right of a knight of the round table to challenge you to single combat. What's it going to be then? Horrible. No! Lances, daggers, longbows, crossbows, broadsword, broad these dogs, gossip, women, sex, seven, number, letter, telegram, greetings, Hello goodbye! Goodbye! Come back! Fight like a man! With one mighty swing of his chainmail handbag, Troncelot caught the black knight's eye. He was stunned. Mm, oh, what a gorgeous handbag. Careful. Careful, he's bluffing. And he was. A second later, he was on his knees. Please give me that handbag and I'll never bother you again. Oh, very well. and so the black knight was put down and prancelot returned to town Felix, Felix, Felix. yes 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 prancelot fiona and their friends sped back to camelot good king arthur had heard of their triumph and they were welcomed by a wonderful array right. all the village were amazed to see prancelot sitting so proud in the saddle he hadn't got a horse as fiona walked forward he dismounted oh that's a relief And uh, good King Arthur and his queen stepped from the royal pavilion. Oh, Blame. Blame. Sir Prancelot, <laughs> <laughs> Sir Prancelot, is there anything you desire? Yes, the hand of Lady Fiona. Certainly. Anyone for a leg? Yes, yes. Speech, speech! Please. Oh, no, 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 I'm not one well for speaking, but if I may, I would like to finish with a little song. Yes, you would. yes I would. <laughs> if the lads of the round table would join in. A song? But I never knew. Oh, you. yes, didn't you know? He's a grand night for sea. Once again, the lilting sounds of the Angus Prune tune warn us that the sands of time are running out. The hounds of spring are on winter's traces, and that is the end of I'm Sorry I'll Read It Again for this week. If you were listening, the voices you heard were those of Timbrook Taylor, John Cleese, David Hatch, Joe Kendall, and Bill Olly. The scripts were by Graham Garden, David Hatch, Eric Idle, and Bill Olly. The songs by Bill Olly and Dave Lee. Music by Dave Lee and his many men, with arrangements by the one and only Leon Cohen. I'm Sorry I'll Read That Again was produced by Humphrey Barclay, the producer with a laughing face. He keeps it in the box under his bed. Uh, so there we are until next week, when, once again, John Batman Cleese will thrill you with the words... Oh, no! It's the Wonder Show. My name is Bruce, and I'm a